0: श्री लक्ष्मण, हनुमान श्री रामनवमी श्री रामलीला श्री Jai so we gather on the auspicious evening of the Ram Nomi, celebrating appearance of the Ram avatar. <clears throat> and while Ram Lila is not the focus, per se, of the Gaudiya, Sampradaya, unless Ram is a prominent um, avatar of our Swami Bhagavan, sri Krishna, and devotees like to hear the stories of their their Lord <laughs> in his different appearances, with his and how his associates go with him, and so forth. So certainly, um, there's an overflow of Ram Lila into Gaudiya Vaishnavism, and an entire chapter or so or more is dedicated to Ram. In Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam, one of the subjects of Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam is the avatar tattva. So there is discussion of various avatars, where Rāha and Śrīna has given very considerable treatment over ten chapters in the seventh canto. And uh, Rāma has given considerable treatment, I'm not sure how many chapters, but I believe in the ninth canto. Uh, basically, this, the story of Ram Lila is recounted, a story that is thought to have originally been told by the sage Valmiki, uh, And after that time, many poets, a number I should say, of poets and sages have written from their own uh, vision um, uh, the story of Ram following the basic uh, structure of Balmiki's Ramayana with nuances of their own sentiments and experiences and, uh, and so forth. Though very uh, famous amongst the uh, avatars, there's a story that, uh, like um, Suman Bhagavatam, owing to its central piece being the story of Krishna. Human-like Krishna Ramayana has been widely, widely circulated in India and abroad, hmm? um, and other subsequent uh, poems—I um, mean, lengthy poems and uh, epics and whatnot—about Ramlila following, as I say, the the um, basic storyline of Valmiki's Ramayana, widely. Um, circulated so these are the two most popular uh, descents of Bhagawan in Hinduism, Ram and Krishna. This Ram, Raghupati Ram, Ramchandra, Ram, Dasarati Ram. So the point being that there are a number of Rams. Those in the epithets all pertain to the Ram whom we're discussing now, Lord of Sita. There's also the Parsha Ram, There's Balaram. Um, there's Radha Raman, Krishna himself. And so uh, this is the Ram of, of Dasarath, Ram of Sita, Lakshman, Hanuman. And um, again, it's a widely told story in different languages and widely circulated. And he's uh, so popular, for example, in India, that uh, his kingdom of Ayodhya, which ultimately he did come to preside over after a long uh, in intrigue um, of romance and politics and and uh, morality and and rasa also, of course, um, and he has been named uh, the political ideal of the Hindus. I should say, is often voiced as Ram. Roger, let us have the rule of Ram. Of, um, Politically speaking, in the world, so an ideal uh, king, Hmm? Um, Ram. It was uh, um, popular amongst Krishna and his friends, among other things, to uh, play the roles of kings and and demons and so forth. and the sto- play out the story of Ram, also. It is said that Nityananda was quite fond of the Ramalila and played it out so well that, um, that um, it was apparent that it was being replayed, um, even taking the, the role of uh, Lakshman appropriately so. And um, that's a beautiful, um, story uh, within the Ramayana, the relationship between Ram and uh, Lakshman. Um, But, and I want to say something about that, but uh, the human-like leelas um, are, again, so popular because they're like us in many respects. Uh, Krishna-leela, very different from Ram-leela. Ram Lila is called Mariada, so Lila of proper etiquette. And Krishna is thought to be very um, a rule breaker, if you will. Rules are made to be broken, they say. And so Ram made the rules, and Krishna broke them, and uh, and, um, and all in the context of Leela As we were talking the other night, mm. you have to understand the concept of Leela to appreciate fully the. Uh, the, the, the moral stories and and um, the various dealings of Ram and, and Krishna within the leela. <clears throat> um, if they're to do a human-like leela, then they have to be human-like and and frail and uh, as humans are and subject to. Um, Sometimes acts that might be unbecoming, otherwise mm. but this in the context of lila and and rasa love between themselves, Ramakrishna and yeah. and their devotees. Um. <coughs> so human-like Lila's in this particular lila, Ram of course, it's thought to appear in dwarp in treta Yuga, and, and Krishna lila at the end of the dwarpa. Yuga, um, prior to that, there is the uh, appearance as it's thought of chronologically or historically, even though these are stories that transcend history and chronology, and they're, that they're eternally manifest every moment of them and so forth. But at any rate, um, um, somewhat of a chronological order or historical order, before Ram came in the Shingha, you know, and uh, these three, Ram, Krishna, and Sringa, they have some connection in that they're all said by Rupa Goswami and his logo Bhagavatamri to have all six opulences. Sad Aishwari, which is Parshuram's definition of Bhagavan, not that the other avatars are not Bhagavan, and Narayan has them as well. Um, but uh, these three, as opposed to Gurma, Braha, Nina, and so on and so forth, and others, of all six uh, opulences. And they, there are some ways in which the stories are told that there's a connection between them, the Śrīma's appearance, followed by Ram, followed by Krishna. And in brief, um, with regard to the Ram Lila coming out of the Leela, hmm, it's told that at the time when Nishinga appeared from the pillar, hmm? and broken by the sword of Hiranyakasipu, challenging the spiritual vision of Prahlad. Hmm? If your god is everywhere, is he in the pillar? And indeed he was, of course. He came out in a form that uh, <clears throat> um, became the uh, led to the demise of Hiranyakasipu, despite his efforts to uh, avoid death by various measures, you know the story, and not be killed at day or night, and on land or water, or in the sea or in the air, by a man or a human. So the Srim is the answer, in one sense, to all of those efforts to um, beat the system, so to speak, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, appearing not on the land or the sea, not ha- half man, half beast, and so on and so forth. But... At the time of his appearance, he roared very loudly, Hmm? and uh, with his lion-like roar. And one Brahmini uh, was pregnant at the time, and the roar caused her to lose consciousness of herself and gave birth to the child, what was otherwise untimely. Hmm? And then she came back to... Consciousness, and she cursed whoever had done that hmm, to take birth and lose consciousness of himself. Hmm. Hmm. So, <laughs> so who did it was Bhagwan, and who who likes who's 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 Gobrmanihitaacha, who's uh, disposed kind disposed towards the Brahmins, the cows, the earth, the Veda, hmm, Gobrmanih so uh, uh, he because the Brahmins are uh, supposed to uphold the dharma religion live by the scripture objectively guide others through their teaching and their example and so forth and because religion dharma to sakshat bhagavad it's coming from from god hmm? It's kind of the answer uh, from God to the as I say the, the question that humanity constitutes why am I, what is my purpose, left unto uh, themselves humans in the in in the jungle will will tend to think that there is meaning and purpose and more to life than what what meets the eye and uh, and the uh, that sensibility arising in human life is thought to be answered to by Babylon. And that makes, uh, for religion, you can say that religion is human-made, and that they, humans make something out of the revelation, hmm? what it means, what is its significance. And, and so there are different nuances of um, religion. Hmm? Um, within the Eastern revelation of the Upanishads, there are a number of, obviously, theistic, spiritual traditions that constitute different interpretations of the response, the answer uh, to, the, uh, to the question why, which is a big, big, uh, big question, so the answer is hard to follow sometimes. Um, um, but um, we see this again and again. Krishna's deference to the Sudama Brahman, despite his poverty and so forth and so on. Um, how he respected him when he came into the palace of Dwarka. We can imagine the opulence of the palace of Dwarka, where uh, the city of Dwarka, and what to speak of his palace, and his principal palace with his principal queen, Rukmini, a place that was blessed by all the gods who brought gifts from the heavens and so on and so forth. And the impoverished um, Sudama, who um, barely had enough—not even whole rice, but chipped rice, broken pieces of rice—to mm, uh, 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 to, to to live by. Coming there on the insistence of his wife to go meet his friend, and and in the hopes that mm, their life could be better, <laughs> because they had a rich husband. Her husband had a rich friend, but with not that in his mind himself. It's a beautiful story, the Bhagavatam, of course. Krishna blesses him, worships him, puts him on the seat, offers art to him, and so on and so forth. Um, in Chaitanya Lila, of course, we find the Brahman's curse. Takti Vasudhis, Chaita Sarepa, Lakshmin, Dharmiṣṭa Arya, Bacchasa, Yadavara Ranyam. Dharmiṣṭa Arya, Bacchasa, Yadavara Ranyam. Arandam, he went to the forest. Hmm. It means he went after us we are like living in the forest, in the dark forest, uh, and on the basis, ostensibly, on the surface of a Brahmin's curse. Because during his private, russic, nocturnal kirtan in the courtyard of Shiva's, he was not letting just anybody in, um, only his inner circle. And When Brahmin wanted to enter in, he felt that he should be allowed because... His lifestyle was such that he lived in this world only by consuming milk, which means he was quite considerate of others. And, and in order to sustain himself, he killed no one except the microbes in the whatever it may be in the, in the milk. But uh, and so just to further, further illustrate the extent to which Krishna is disposed towards the religious. Hmm? Even though, in another sense, when you make the point, religion and even jñāna, dharma and jñāna, karma and jñāna, are not very attractive to Krishna still, in an overarching sense, as Bhagwan, God. He appreciates the religious position. Um, a good part of the Vedas, the majority of them, three-quarters or two-thirds, Three quarters, I guess, I uh, deal with the modes of nature and movement within it, and so on and so forth, and it comes from him, and it has its place, and we are told in our nam-dharma not to uh, offend the Vedas, sometimes it's interpreted to mean not to criticize the karma, condesections, again, sections mm, because they have their place, and they're coming from from the Godhead for people who have only eligibility for that we have to talk about them in such a way as to contrast them with bhakti in order to awaken and and nourish faith in bhakti but they have their place therefore Rupa Goswami was careful to describe the uh, the problem with jnana and karma as the desires for them Hmm? the pisachi which is and take, haunt the heart in the form of desires for Gyan and karma. Not, he was not against Gyan or karma. They have their place, but the desires for them <laughs> were the problem. <laughs> um, so, at any rate, the extent to which Bhagawan, in a general sense, is sympathetic to the religious, it's a start mm-hmm. to color your human life. Oh. With a, uh, the shade of of religion and pre- perform all the normal human activities—marriage, childbirth, uh, conception, whatever—all the different stages of life that the scars of of uh, typical um, household life, with with consideration of God and so forth, and, and and indeed all the movements, the food we eat, the breath we take, and Om um, tad viṣṇu paramam padaṁ sadā paśanti surayavau deva-cāksa-ratatāṁ tad vitpiso vipannigo jagvivaṁ sā samanti viṣṇu paramam padaṁ He's always above us, his footprint. He can see with his feet and observing all of our movements, and so the religious life is to, is to move in that way. So the extent, I think the point I'm making in an extended senses that, uh, that, uh, that that God honors the Brahmins. Here a Brahmin wanting to enter the kirtan of Mahaprabhu cursed Mahaprabhu when Mahaprabhu said, not by drinking milk only can you get into my kirtan. So he cursed Mahaprabhu not to have a successful or happy family life. And so the Bhagavatam says that on the curse of the Brahman he entered the forest it means he took sannyas and maya mri gum de he came after those um, uh, deluded by maya hmm. so we pay our respect to that Brahman right? Hmm? and so <laughs> um, so the Brahmanese curse Hmm? in the leela uh, the shringa bhagavan is, was, is bound by it hmm? so to speak due hmm? his, his affection for the Brahmins, his regard uh, for them and for for the religious principles and and, um, and because that's good for human society in general it's a good start so therefore the Shinga had this is, there of course in the appearance of Bhagawan, there are many reasons. And we can look at it from many different angles. This is one particular angle, that he took birth as Ram because of the curse of the Brahmani who said, whoever made that loud noise and caused this miscarriage or, or early birth, whatever it was, um, I will have to take it made me unconscious of myself. Maybe the stories I can't recall, maybe the child was born unconscious or something, whatever. Uh, Will have to be born and be unconscious of himself. So the Shringa is very conscious of the fact that he is God, hmm. and he's certainly not a man. He's certainly not a beast. He's <laughs> he's overtly God, and uh, everyone, every god and goddess in the whole uh, Hindu pantheon knew it, and and had to s- stand back at his rage. Hmm. Um, against Vaishnava Parad, which was being perpetrated on Prahlad by his own father and uh, so he came before Prahlad and said, ask a benediction Prahlad said, I don't want anything he said, I'm Bhagwan (laughs) that's what I do (laughs) with the gyan mudra I give benedictions people want that, want things they come to me you're just a child, you don't know that, I'm telling you. Ask something. Hmm? I'm God. Hmm? And because... Uh, I don't want anything, I don't want anything. Ask something. And, and so, Sanatana Gosal says he's tested and tested and tested Pārlāda, in the way that the Nityasiddhas are not tested, the Sadhika Siddhas. Sadhana Siddhas are tested, and their glory is greater thereby. So he takes that side for a moment champions, the cause of the Nitya becoming a sādhan-siddhā, an eternally conditioned soul becoming said siddhā through, through practice, through, through grace and so forth. And their love has been tested. <laughs> uh, so Prahlad of course, ultimately he asked, all right, all right, give bhakti you know, to my father, give benediction to my father, mm-hmm. showing his, his that he didn't want anything for himself, but if Bhagavan wanted to ask something, he asked something for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Showing the compassion also of a mm-hmm. that knows no bounds. Like an ocean, compassionate. Pranad is a beautiful example of that. He's the basis of, of Shudavakti, mm-hmm. Where compassion turns to rasa. Mm-hmm rasa starts to make compassion look small. Hmm? But we have to, I must said, many times we have to pass through compassion to arrive at rasa. Hmm? It's hard to be compassionate in the world of rasa because everyone's perfect Hmm? and the object of your love, unless you're his mother, uh, it's hard. There's karunya rasa, but it's Different than worldly compassion. They don't speak any of anyway, so Pralab showed that kind of compassion and Shingadev Sringa showed, I am God. There was never any question of that for anybody. All the gods and goddesses acknowledged it all at once. There was no confusion. Bhuyanti the Bhagavatam opens with such a statement about its primary subject, Krishna, and says what? The gods are bewildered by him. They don't know exactly who he is. Indra rained in on him hmm, with an effort to kill his cows. Hmm. Didn't recognize him. Brahma started to steal his calves and friends, coward friends. Couldn't quite recognize him. Brahma saw him at the dawn of creation with the Gyan Mudra Offering the benediction, mm-hmm. speaking the first, the seminal four verses of the Bhagavatam. Then he saw him and offered him to be offered friendship to him, which was the request of Brahma. And then, in the Brahma Vino and Leela, Krishna showed him what if what his friendship Leelas are like. <laughs> and Brahma said, "Who is this guy? He's not there giving the blessing like my Guru sitting very properly." but he's wearing overalls and and he's holding holding, (laughs) holding rice and yogurt in his left hand and uh, he's an imposter. (laughs) Something like that. uh, But with Nishinga Bhagavan, uh, no question of that. He's God. And every god and every goddess knew it. Hmm? And all the demons knew it, all the Brahmins knew it, and so forth. So, to be born then, on the curse of the brahmani without consciousness of yourself, that is said to be Ram hmm? so Ram is born without consciousness of himself. it means that in his Leela hmm, he in the context of Leela he is not God in his own mind and therefore we find Ram worshiping Shiva, for example, Rameshwar hmm? Ram is a name for Shiva. Rameshwar. The Ishwar, the god of Ram, he worshipped Shiva. Of course, it said those who uh, worship Shiva by invoking the name Rameshwar, mm-hmm. that Shiva comes at the time of death and writes Ram on their forehead, sends him to Vaikuntha. <laughs> said, That's his play that he worships me. Mm-hmm. That is Lila. He appears unconscious of himself, which he has to be, to some extent, in some measure, in order to have a human-like Lila. Mm. So Ram Lila is some similarity, like I said, to Krishna Lila in this way. It's moving in the direction of Krishna Lila, away from Adhoksaja, the overtly transcendental realm of Vaikuntha, where God, obviously, doesn't have a mother and a father. He's a source of everything. Now, suddenly has a mother, has a father, hmm. has people in his life who are obstacles as well. Hmm. It is said that there are two people in ramlila who are most prominent and and don't get the measure of glory that they deserve because without them, the, the great story of the Ramayana would never have been told. And they are Kaikeya and Shupurnaka, mm. <laughs> Dasara's other wife, who invoked the, uh, or invoked, who... who uh, yeah, asked her husband to give me the benediction that you promised me. Well, yes, any benediction I said I would give you, what would it be? To banish Rome from the kingdom due to bad association, then the whole kingdom was put into into sorrow. Hmm? So there's no sorrow like this in Vaikuntha hmm? You were plunged into sorrow. And you had the 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 Kaikaias like a, a obstacle. To right. Rams being coronated, mm-hmm. which was about to happen the next day, and instead, um, she asked that he be banished. Banished? What is the exiled mm-hmm. to the forest for how many years or something? Like mm-hmm. Fourteen years, mm-hmm. and that her son Bart would be the king, which was which was the last thing that Bart wanted. For anybody in the kingdom, mm. see the plight of the father of God, <laughs> Dasarath. <laughs> oh goodness, uh, he had to let them go under the care of Vishvamrita in order to be religious. Yes. To be religious into Gurukul cool, to learn arts and, yes. and so on and so forth, and then coming back now, okay, become the king and again. Um, obstacle of his own religious uh, sensibilities, which Aunt Ram, of course, wanted to honor, that hmm? he had made a promise, for what reason I forget, but to, now to honor that, whatever it might be, it was something totally unexpected, again, coming from bad association. Hmm? She was advised like this. And so then the banishing of Ram to the forest, along with whom went Sita, and the faithful Lakshman. Hmm. And uh, and it was there in the Aranyakanda of the Ramayana in the forest that Shupurnika also came, and two ladies, <laughs> very famous, that, uh, that don't get the credit that often that they're, they're due. Hmm. You don't hear much about them afterwards hmm. and what they did what they did set the banishing in motion and then ultimately the, the killing of Ravana which was um, uh, auspicious for for everyone uh, concerned um, setting that in motion this, this, this the sister of of uh Ravana she's called Minakshi means like beautiful like Fish eyes, or something like that. And she was not particularly beautiful. She was thought to be a lady, kind of a, a, a suric type of Dhanova, who visited upon men in their dreams, yeah. which caused some irregularity in their hormonal life in dreams. Yeah. If that ever happens to you, you can remember her and uh <laughs> this kind of person uh, so uh at any rate, she married a the a family that was supposed to to in some ways to her brother ravana he was he didn't like it at all, so one thing led to another, and he ravana killed the his brother in law mm-hmm. so Shupurnica was um, um then uh, sent by Ram at her own suggestion, I believe, by Ravan, I should say, to the forest. Um, no, no, I don't. Maybe not. But she went, she went to the forest of her own accord, hmm, um, with the uh, and and saw Ram and became attracted to him, basically. And Ram invoked. What to speak of you he more or less said, even the sages have done to Karanya couldn't have me as their wife, as their husband, excuse me, as we spoke the other night briefly. Hmm? Because there's a way for doing that, and, and I'm not, in this form, I'm not the suitable uh, deity to respond in that way. Hmm? So I've taken a vow of only one wife, Aipatni Vratas. So he more or less he said the same thing. But what to speak of you? Even the sages, who've been chanting the appropriate mantra for yugas, will have to wait another yuga in their meditation. It they got close through their mantra. They saw Ram. They had the darshan of Ram, and they thought, "This is who we've been meditating on." He said, "Not quite, <laughs> not quite <laughs> close, but no cigar." So, in my next appearance, then it's possible, I will accept you Mm. as my wives, Mm. as my lovers. But in this life, I've taken a vow of only one wife. Mm. So to speak of Sriparnaka, she came for different reasons, not out of meditation Mm. and uh, mantra, Ropala mantra and spiritual pursuit, but she was attracted to Ram, nonetheless. Mm for personal reasons, two personal reasons. One, well, the attractiveness of Ram, as it turned out. And two, because she was a little wiser than you might think, and she knew that my brother's a demon. I mean, he killed he killed my husband, who's a demon, but I mean, he's a demon amongst demons. And um, he's no match for Ram. So she want she orchestrated really what happened to her you know, that in turn brought the rage of uh not only the rage not not only the rage and not really the rage of of Ravana but to the ears of Ravana the plight of Shurpanakha included the descriptions Of the beauty of Sita. Hmm. And Ravan's lust then to have Sita for himself Hmm. brought him to the forest. So anyway, she approached Ram. Ram said, no, but you might try Lakshman. He's available. Hmm. And Lakshman knew that she was not who she appeared to be at the time. Maybe she had made her appearance more attractive. He said, no, no. And one thing led to another. He cut off her nose. Maybe her ears too I don't remember the details, but um she attacked, Sita. she attacked Sita right okay to protect to protect Sita mm-hmm. but it's thought underneath that she orchestrated this to to have so that there would be opportunity for Ravan to kill Ram to kill Ravana mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and because of that mm, she took birth in Krishna Lila's kubja the hunchbacked lady of Mathura, who then was tweaked by Krishna, who stepped on her toes and put his fingers under her chin and straightened her out, and she became very beautiful. And her, she had a type of brain called sadharana. There's samanjasa, samartha, sadharana. Sadharani means ordinary. So, samartha is the love of the gopis. It is such that, that, who has this kind of love? Their own desires have become Krishna's desires, and other words, their only desire. They have desire, but it's the desire to please Krishna. So they have no sense of self in that in that sense. Queens in Dwarka, hmm, someone just said they have some sense of self of who they are. Hmm. Um, we know, for example, that Rukmini could not just violate the Vedas and go and meet with Krishna. She went as far as she could, sending a letter through a Brahmin suggesting he kidnap her hmm, from the marriage and so forth. But um, she was felt somewhat bound by the Dharma, the Vedas, hmm, so she had not lost herself. Hmm. So queens at Dwarka, they have some personal desire. It's spiritual, hmm? but uh, not like the Samartha. that completely overwhelms Krishna. And Kubja had ordinary love. She had desire for herself, hmm? but it was. But she was totally in love with Ram, <laughs> nonetheless. It's peculiar. Hmm? Uh, but um, he fulfilled her love. It's it's not a kind of love that. Is our ideal, but it is a form. Yeah. So she had personal desire, and and it was fully focused on Krishna, and and so Kubja, anyway, Shubhpanaka got a Shuparnaka got a such a such a benediction because she was instrumental hmm, in her own desire and orchestrating and. Principle and instrumental in orchestrating the, uh, the defeat of Ravana and the glory of Sita. Anyway, so Ram's in the forest and Ravana comes after him. And he thought how to go about it. He went to Maricha, right? And Maricha had an encounter, I believe, with, with, uh, with Ram and Lakshman when they were living with Vishwamrita and he knew their prowess. And after that, he became like an ascetic, with matted locks living in the forest, and so forth, and gave up his ways, but still he was under the rule of Ravana. So Ravana went to him and said, I want you, I have this proposal, you go, disguise yourself as a golden deer, with golden horns, attract Sita. Hmm? Ram will go after the deer, you for Sita, and and I will kidnap Sita and um, I think previous to that Robin had tried to enlist Maricha also in defeating Ram when Robin had sent armies I think first to try to mm-hmm. defeat him, right? Mm-hmm. So the second time around Maricha was not ready to go he said, I'm not, a, I'm not going no thanks he laughed. He said, you're nothing. You can't defeat Ram. But Ravana would not listen to that. And so he said, well, either you go or I'll kill you. He said, well, I'll go and I'll be killed by Ram. That will be better for me. than would be killed by you. I'm better to be killed by a superior person. <laughs> There's even a little piety in, in Maricha, And off he went, disguised as a magical golden deer that captivated the innocent heart of Sita. He wanted to have the deer as a pet in the forest and Ram said, I'm not so, I have never seen a deer like that, I'm not so sure that that's, you know, not some kind of uh, illusion, or magic or something of the sort, something, maybe foul play, but she insisted and he went and um, he left her in the care of Lakshman. Hmm. And of course, as the story goes, Ram caught up with uh, Maricha and saw who he was and killed him. And as he was uh, being shot at, he called out, Sita, Lakshman, help, in the voice of, uh, of Ram. Hmm? And so Sita heard it and said, oh, Lakshman, we must go and help Ram Lakshman was completely um, convinced of the uh, invincibility of Ram then that he wouldn't need any help and they thought there was something something uh, some foul play but Sita insisted in ways that made it very uncomfortable for Lakshman who never had any thought of enjoying Sita any more than Balaram would want to enjoy with Radharani. Hmm. Um, but she in- intimated that maybe you have personal desire for me and that's why you're not going. This was heartbreaking to him. Hmm. Krishna's Kaviraj, of course, tells a beautiful personal story of his own, Chaitanya Charitamrita in the fifth chapter, where he's glorifying Nityananda Prabhu, with many beautiful verses, and in the end, um, of that chapter, he segues into a personal history of his own and how Nityananda came into his life and blessed him, that we might know the mercy of Nityananda Prabhu. Hmm? And you know the story that Nityananda was not honored in the house of his brother, while Jaitanya Mahaprabhu was. And has reasoned, this is like the logic, half-hand logic, man had a hand of chicken, and he thought through this one hole the mouth, I put money. In the form of food, and through another hole in the bottom of the chicken, eggs come out, and with the eggs I sell them and I make money. Hmm. And so we don't do that, but he did, and uh, we don't eat chickens because they had eggs in them. Um, So, (laughs) so I love that joke. I I had to do that, and so. And so, man cut off the head of the chicken, thinking, why pay it? Why one hole is useless, it costs me money, the other one makes me money. This is called the half-hen logic. So, Krishna Das invoked this and, uh, with regard to his brother, you have half-hen logic. You worship Chaitanya, but you reject Nityananda Prabhu. And that's not worship of either of them at all. I completely rejected, it. And he was prepared to live homeless. And he left the house that night. With no home. So he was on the streets alone. And Nityananda came to him in a dream with his friends, all the duatis Gopals dressed like Gopals, chanting Krishna, Krishna, dancing with flutes, decorated with peacock feathers and so forth. Yeah. And Nityananda Prabhu said to him, Go to Vrindavan. All your desires will be fulfilled. Says Nityananda Prabhu, He is the way to Vrindavan. Sanksara he will dissolve your material desires Hmm? and put you in an appropriate place for receiving all the grace of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Rupa and So he went to Vrindavan. And in the context of telling that story, at the end, or just afterwards at the end of the chapter, he makes a comment about Nityananda Prabhu. In his previous life as Lakshman, hmm. appearing in Krishna Leela as the older brother, and again in Gaur Leela as the older brother, as Vishwaroop, and as who was the expansion of himself, and as himself, the elder brother of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He says that in the Ram Leela, so there's this, on, this chronology of sorts, if you will that he was the younger brother and he took a vow at this time in the forest, is where it happened, with the Ramleka, you know the Ramleka? The line, the writing, Lekha means writing, the line, the line of Ra, of, of La, Lakshmanleka, the line, he drew a line, sometimes it's described as a circle, I don't think it's in the original Omika Ramayana, but it appears in other, in other, other Ramayans. That's a famous thing. Don't cross the Ram, the, the Lekha. That's the... You don't do that. So he, he drew a circle or a line, or a circle around or a line. Did anybody cross that line other than Ram or Lakshman would, would be consumed by flames, and Sita would stay protected behind it. So Lakshman did that. And let's say he drew a circle around her and powered the circle, and then told her, Don't move out of the circle. And he went at her request, to see if Rama was indeed in need of help. And at this time, um, Ravan, who had been told, as I was saying, by Shupunaka, to become Guja as uh, 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 of the beauty of Sita, hmm? and Rama had to have her for himself. Hmm? So he came disguised as a mendicant, hmm? as when, when Lakshman left, and he asked Sita for some alms, and she was a pious householder, Leela and a noble uh, birth, and so forth. She knew the etiquette and how to receive a sage, and so forth. So she wanted to offer him something from their forest um, edibles and whatnot, but um, she wouldn't cross the line. And so he, he he felt that there's some you're creating some boundary between us. And sages know no boundaries, and there should not be a boundary between householders and sages. That your house should mikasa sukasa. <laughs> My house is your house. Should be the the standard, and the homeless. Saudis, they should be uh, taken care of and welcomed, like 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 like, uh, like children, mm, and uh, for the households who feed them, house them, and so forth. So you've drawn the line, and you won't let me cross that. So you keep your food. So she was not about to then um, offend the sage as she saw it stepped across the line there. Showed his form and said, "Why don't you come with me? Be my wife." And she said, but all "The stars and the sky can fall, from, and I'll never be your be your wife. I'm dedicated to 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 Ram." And so he kidnapped her, or so it appears, right? Hmm? Hmm. Chetan Mahaprabhu met in his tour of South India. When he leaves for South India, he chants. Krishna, 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 hey. Hmm. Krishna, Keshava, Krishna, Keshava, Krishna, Keshava. Bahimam, Ram, Raghava, Ram, Ram, Raghava, Ram, Raghava, Rakshamam. This is a place in Gorlila, heading south, where there were many um, devotees of Ram, where he chants the name of Ram Chandra. Of course, Ram Chandra is also. Uh, in his Leela, we are much reminded of that in the early Navadvipa pastimes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? Indeed, uh, the original biographer, if you will, of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was Hanuman himself, uh, on whose forehead, um, Marari Gupta that is, Mahaprabhu wrote the sandalwood paste, Ram. Ram. Hmm? The relationship between Murari and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is one of the most touching things you find in Chaitanya Lila in their, in their school school days. And Murari was older, but they were in school together. And Mahaprabhu in those times before he manifested himself, in his Paganda Lila as a Vaishnava, he was would play with knowledge like it was like like we used to have this stuff where your kids called Plato and you could make any, anything out of it. Hmm? Silly putty. Silly putty, and you make this and that, turn it into this. And so he made like that with knowledge. and He would make arguments and defeat everyone and then defeat his own arguments and, and then go back to his original argument. And this, his command of knowledge was extraordinary. And so along with the epithet Nitai that was given to him by Sita Thakurani, the, the pundit title came and this was like from the scholarly point of view, the academic point of view, um, a great uh, treasure of Nabadweep. It was a place of learning. It had. Um, it was. Uh, it was like Nabadweep and Matil, like New York and L.A. You know which is better or something. <laughs> they have some competition sometimes. So, with Nimai Pandit, they were, and they were the winners. But Nimai Pandit, the young boy, <clears throat> at any rate, the um, beautiful rapport be- between them, and especially in the Pogandha Leela of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, as I said before, he manifests as a Vaishnava, and the story of of his brief, one of his brief debates with Murari, in which he defeated Murari and touched him, and Murari was electrified, hmm? and thought, he's not a human being. The boy's not human. Who is he? Hmm? And, 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 and it's a glimpse of his opulence, and then their their friendless. it's very, very endearing. And ultimately, of course, Mahaprabhu manifested himself as a Vaishnava, hmm? And in the context of that also showed himself to be Bhagwan and brought various devotees before him in Srivastaku's house and said, See, I'm am, I'm am, I'm am Krishna, you are you are, you were Sudama, hmm? Suklambar, hmm? you bid rice for me. Or you, you brought rice to me as an offering. Hmm? In, in Dwarka, do you remember? Now you're here. Hmm? And Sridham, hmm? And you are Mata Mongali, Sridhar and so forth. And he showed and 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 Murari, You are with me all my lilas. You are Hanuman. You wrote Ram on his forehead. And from Murari's notes, this is the first biographical notes we have attempted to, to to document the story of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hanuman de Kijai, Hari yeah. Gupta Kijai. Yeah. Hmm? So, super important paradigmatic person and the epitome of Dasya Rasa, which of course is how we relate to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Although he's Krishna, he's in the form of uh, Acharya teaching hmm? the guru of his sampradaya. So we relate to him in Dasya Bhav. Hmm? And Hanuman personifies that Dasya Bhav. And so at any rate, uh, also, as I say, when he went to South India, and invoked Ram Raghav, and he met some, some Ram Bhaktas, and relative to the, to the discussion of um, Hanuman, of, excuse me, of Rabin kidnapping Sita, he met a Brahmin in South India who had invited him for lunch. Mm-hmm. But when he came for lunch, there was no lunch. And Mahaprabhu waited and waited. And he said, Well, are you going to cook or what? He said, How can I cook? Sita's been kidnapped by Robin. Mahaprabhu was filled up to the neck with that, satisfied. Hmm? Hmm. To hear such that he had, in his trance, he was, that's where he, he, how can I cook? I was going to collect some some fruits and roots in the forest to cook for Ram, and then offer to you, but now Sita's been kidnapped by Ravana, and there's no lunch today. Hmm? Emergency. <laughs> Mahaprabhu was <laughs> thinking, this is a real devotee. Hmm? He got a stay for, for Ram. Hmm? And so, Mahaprabhu brought him down from his trance, and... Tried to pacify him with some tattva. He said, actually, Sita can never be stolen by Ravana. Hmm? And he philosophized with them and so forth and explained that only a Maya form of Sita could have been kidnapped by Ravana because, from the point of view of tattva, this Swarup Shakti hmm, can never be contaminated by the Maya Shakti. Indeed, it has the power to overwhelm Krishna. What to speak of, dispel the influence of the Maya Shakti. Hmm. This is Bhakti's power. So Mahapuru explained it, and then he, and he got, came to external consciousness enough to cook lunch for Mahapuru. And then Mahapuru, that it was, he was very imp- left a very strong impression upon him. So when he traveled further and south, he made an effort to find the Kulma Purana, an hmm. edition of it in In which this it's told that only this tattva point is given that only a maya form of Sita Sita manifests. And again, this is Leela, so um, it, um, she did like this, and the real form of Sita became unmanifest. a facsimile was created, and Ravan took this, and so then he took that page from the Kuma Purana and, and he copied the page. And when he returned, he went to that Brahmin's house and showed him, see what I've told you, it's supported by the Shastra. He set a good standard for how to come to the conclusions, mm-hmm. how to support your statements with the sacred text. Here it is, so you don't have to worry. Now you can go back in the Lila and worry. <laughs> and, and, and the play that, that, that Sita's been kidnapped by, by and And... and um, and so, um, of course then, and the story goes on, and Chitayu shows the way, the wounded vulture hmm, who tried to stop uh, Robin from kidnapping uh, Sita, but was unsuccessful, wounded, lived long enough to say, "They went that way. Hmm. What a story, huh? And Ram went and, of course, enlisted Hanuman. Hanuman comes into the picture. And the uh, host of uh, forest monkeys to assist in the uh, overthrowing of of Ravana hmm? the uh, saving of Sita and the return to the kingdom and the coronation and the Ram Raja and an after note or two of of Ram Lila. such a tale of uh, of um, human like tragedies and victories and, uh, and very absorbing and consuming and another Leela as I began, human like Leela, Bhagawan, that can touch very much many parts of your human emotional reality in such a way as to bond with that divine figure. And uh, so there's a speciality to the leela and that blessing of that the curse of the Brahmani that made Mahshinga unconscious hmm, of himself, and and uh, uh, had to appear in the role of a Ram, human-like. Some, some, some step away upwards from Brahmanta, a step down from Vrlokar. This is Ayodhya. Hmm? It was very important uh, to us. And there are many great Ram Bhaktas. Number of them, Mahaprabhu encountered in his uh, his divine Leela. Ram Bhakti is not ideal of Goli Vaishnavism, per se. But um, the Goli Vaishnavas are well aware of it. I mean, the go- Gopis, of course, invoked, invoked it and criticized Krishna for his his part in along with Lakshman, and defacing <laughs> and, uh So the implication there when they do this, that they were familiar with all of these different leelas, and, and uh, although we make the point, and repeatedly for good reason, Krishna is the source of all avatars. It's not in any way to demean any other avatar, make less of them, hmm? but to say that, that the more of Krishna, that all of these things, that we find in Ram Lila, for example, the machinery of are in Krishna. So they're good things. <laughs> it's part of what makes Krishna extraordinary that all of Ram is in Him. It's not that He's more than Ram. Ram is, We don't care about Ram. But this is this kind of mundane thinking should not enter into our um, so-called glorification of Krishna. That causes some type of inappropriate uh, type of sectarianism. That, I'm, that we criticize others in the mode of passion to feel better about ourselves for constructive criticism. That's another thing. Mm-hmm. That's sattvic. And transcendental criticism, like the gopis criticizing Krishna in the form of Ram, or having a part along with Lakshman defacing Shri and, him, and cheating Bali in the form of Vamana, and so on and so forth, they, they criticize him in their separation from him. Um, so the point is that Bhagavatam, one of the sheltered topics the shelter giving topic is Krishna and the shelter topic is one of them the nine is included as the is uh, the uh, avatar tattva. Hmm? so a number of avatars are mentioned and some of their stories are, are played out and again we say that Krishna is more complete manifestation of divinity than Ram. It means, again, all that Ram is is in him, so that, that there's a lot to Ram, the like. And we're, we're, we're fortunate to be able to um, remember the Ram Leila. I Actually, now that I think about Tiksanyas, Sannyas, just, just, uh, just after the Ram, Ram Nomi at this, this time, 1975 in Vrindavan, and I remember the Ram, Le, Ram Nomi celebrations at that time. This is just after the temple Krishna Balaram opened, hmm. so special day for us. Sri Sita Ram Hanuman Lakshman Vijay, yes. Sriman Mahaprabhu Vijay. Yes. We see, of course, he appeared sometimes as Ram, Krishna, and uh, himself, six arms, Sudhbooj. At times, I should end with this after note here, epilogue. What do you call it? When they come, when they come back on the stage. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm cool. Encore. Encore. <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, that uh, That. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu embodies the mariada of Ram, the etiquette of Ram, the morality of Ram. Hmm? Hmm. Externally. And his internal preoccupation is the apparent immorality of Krishna and his dalliance with, with the gopis and parakya and so forth, which then tells us that what? It tells us that the Leela of Radha and Krishna and Gopikas is super moral. It's super spiritual because you cannot be meditating on mundane eroticism and be a perfect sannyasi <laughs> like Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, perfectly religious and uh, and beyond. I mean, he was in the, the fourth order. So um, it's therefore, in one sense, through Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and his mariada, that the that the krishna it has great scope for gaining credibility and acceptance uh, and a proper understanding of what it is, and In our Bhakti-nota-paribhara, bhakti nota is is a testament to that who um, confesses to being, growing up with a bias towards the Bhagavatam and its Krishna-lila until he learned about it through chaitanya Charitamrita, through the person of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And then what happened? He became the great Kedonath, bhakti and started the Party bar uh, sort of, of, uh, of great renown in the world today that has taken Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's teaching all over the world. Sriman Mahaprabhu ki jai, Bhaktivedanta Akhori ki jai, Sri Ramana Maharshi ki jai, Guru Aradhana Akhori ki jai, Dr. Bhandarki jai, God Premanandi jai, Vanchal Bhaktivedanta Akhori jai.